Welcome to Becoming Parents Podcast. I'm Jen Taylor, your host. I am mom of 18, and you can find me on momsrunningit.com. Remember, give a shout out to those who are brave enough to share their stories with us on how they have become parents. Let's dive right in. Hello, today I have Christina Rienzi here. I'm your host, Jen Taylor, for Becoming Parents. Christina, how are you today? I'm great. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. You were on the podcast before when it was mm -hmm. a little bit different. And you know what? I didn't write down the date, but I have the link to that video for anybody who wants to see that. And we're going to talk later about kind of who you are personally, but I bought Among Us. That's the book that I bought. Yay! The sci-fi. Yeah, thriller. Very exciting. My favorite, okay. One of my faves. Oh, good. Oh, good. Because that was one of the things I was going to ask you at the end. I want you to jump into your story. We have everything in the show notes. People can find you anywhere. We'll talk mm -hmm. about that, like I said, at the end. But jump in because you did not become a mom. You were you found out you were pregnant at 43. So mm -hmm. get me up to speed up to there. Why? What were their issues? Yeah. So very, you know, what? I, I don't even know if I have a unique story as much as it's mine. So I guess it's unique. Yeah. But yeah, you know, all my life, I, you know, what? I was always kind of a driven person when it came to like school and profession. And I just, it was almost like I put that kind of like having a family thing off to the side. Ah. It took me until later in life. And by the way, I've had issues my whole life, which we can get into, but I've had issues my whole life um, with not thinking I could have kids. I had a lot of issues with cysts, um, starting from when I was very young. Um, mm -hmm. I was a runner, a cross country runner. And, um, you know, when you have cysts, um, on your ovaries and you don't know it, and you're a runner, it can create what's called a twisted ovary. You can actually lose an ovary. There's a lot of things I learned about this kind of stuff. Well, I was young. I was 15, not thinking about having kids anytime soon. I'm like, just going to school. And I started to be introduced to the fact that I have some issues that could lead to not being able to have kids. Right. So I kind of, I think at that point, it's such a developmental point in my life. I was like, well, you know, I'm not thinking about that right now. I'm going to school. I'm going to get my education. Um, I'm going to, you know, go down that road and let's just see where life takes me. I've always kind of been one of those, like as driven and passionate as I am, I also feel like whatever will be, will be like, I cannot force the hand, um, that I've been given. So I just kind of went about my life and over the years repeatedly had many issues, um, with just cysts. They never, ever went away. They would be very painful at times. I've had surgery. I had almost had a surgery. I've been in the hospital a few times for it. So this is something many women, um, I've learned over the years do deal with as well. So having a family was never like the, my main priority. I never thought like, Oh, I want to be a mom. I always want to, you know, I want to have kids. That's like my goal in life. And I don't know why that's just who I am. Um, and that's just the way I've been. So, I, but as I got older and, you know, my biological clock, as you might call it, was ticking. Um, I, you know, I didn't think about it as hard, but I thought, well, you know, it's something that I don't want to rule out. And so I got married later in life in my late thirties, um, to my husband and he was not particularly interested in having a family. And I was like, you know what? I, whatever will be, will be right. That was kind of my attitude. It's like, if I have a baby, great. If I don't, that's fine too. Like whatever's meant to be, will be. And so at some point post 35, I was having other issues, health issues where I ended up 
deciding to go off of the birth control pill because that was causing me a lot of problems and Mm -hmm. um, 35 and over other problems I never had. And I said, you know what? The worst thing that happens that I have a baby, that's not so bad. Right. Um, But I wasn't trying. I wasn't doing IVF. I wasn't like doing any of those things. Okay. So all of this happens and I'm just going about my life. We're married. We've been together a long time before we get married. We're married seven years, I believe at this point. And um, I find out I'm pregnant. Like it, it is, it was a complete shock. Um, and just something that I didn't expect. And I kind of didn't believe it at first. Like, you know, and I call, I remember calling my doctor going, these are all my symptoms. And I took a pregnancy test and I'm like, do I need to come in to take another one? She's like, well, what makes you think you're not pregnant? I was like, I don't know. I'm my age. Like, is, does this happen? And she was laughing at me like, yes. I'm like, people randomly get pregnant in their forties. Like this just happened. She's like, uh-huh. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. And then, you know, it went from all of those thoughts I had completely changed, like literally for me. And I can't speak for my husband. Cause I think it was more of like, he had to kind of get used to the idea. Like, well, this is happening. You know, here we are in our forties. We've lived all our life just as a couple living our life vacation. Like we do whatever we wanted to do. Right. And now here we are. And I was immediately excited. I'm like, this is really cool. I'm so excited. And it was like natural for me to be excited. And then I thought, well, why? Like it was, it was almost as if like, I wondered like, why hadn't I always wanted this? It was just weird. Mm -hmm. One of those things that goes through your head, but I guess I just didn't know what I wanted. I just didn't know what it could be. And I also feel like I didn't want to set myself up for just disappointment in life. Cause I thought if I want something so bad and I can't have it, um, which is kind of silly because, you know, life is about living and taking risks. Right. But um, yeah, it was the greatest thing that ever happened to me. And yeah, we can dive into whatever questions you have about it. But it was like and there were a lot of things that preempted it before that happened. There were things that happened that made me believe this is why this happened. Kind of thing. I love I mean, yes, the cysts are not uncommon. I went through the same thing. There can be lots and lots of issues as a side result of that. I think it's interesting that you were just so laid back about like, whatever happens, it's fine. Although you weren't married until later. So it's not like you're, mm-hmm. you're married and it's expected. Plus, I mean, I have a daughter in the same situation when your husband's like, look, I'm cool that it never happens. As a matter of fact, I love our life right now. And it's no big deal. It actually like for her and she should not be able to get pregnant. I mean, it would be a massive surprise. It When you don't want to go through infertility, you don't want to do in vitro, you don't want to do a lot to make it happen. Mm-hmm. And you have a partner who's like, look, I just love you. I love your our life. I love being with you. For her, it's like, it takes all the pressure off of her. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> something that you should be doing or you should want or you should be trying harder for or, you know, the 2.3 kids. It, it takes all the pressure off when you have a supportive spouse Mm-hmm. who would be fine if it happened, but really is totally fine with it not happening. Right. So, I, I mean, because it was later in life for you and because you kind of had a, well, I mean, like, I'm not going to go to great lengths. And if it happens, it happens. The birth control. So diet, because I, I was the same situation. I think a lot of women tell me about being on the pill. There's so many bad side effects and Mm -hmm. what was happening and why you decided to go off it. And at that point you guys were just like, well, if we get pregnant, fine, we probably can't like, okay. I don't think I can. Don't worry about it. If it happens, it happens. We'll deal with, you know, we'll figure it out. Meaning we were going to have a baby, you know, that was me figuring it out. It wasn't doing anything else, but it was like, we'll just deal with it. Like, right. We, okay. So I, so from 15 years old, I'm running cross country, I'm excruciating pain. My mother drives me to the gynecologist. Yep. 
Okay. Um, I go to the hospital, actually. They thought my appendix was bursting. Turns Me out I too. my ovary. So here yes. we go. Our yep. lives are very yep. parallel. I get a gynecologist to come in and go, uh, you have a cyst on your ovary and it all, and it burst. And that's what was happening to you. You yep. have to be very careful if you're, whatever you're doing, if it happens again, you could get a twisted ovary and lose an ovary. And then you'll never have, you really will never have kids if you lose both ovaries. Right. Right. So I was like, I don't know what I want to do in my future, but I want to take care of this now. So from the age of 15 and to be totally honest, pre sex. I was a virgin. Yeah, me um, too. I was. And so I was like going on the pill. My mother did not want it. Oh, I don't want you to have to go. But you know, and it was like, she knew the hormonal stuff. Right. And I was like, but she saw me in pain and pain. pain. Finally, a year later, we go to the doctors, like put her on the pill. Like she can't. And so the pill for all intents and purposes controlled my cyst. They were there, but they were unaffected. I was able to exercise. I was able to live my life. I had some issues. Like I would get pain, really bad, you know, pain menstruating and stuff like that. But I really didn't have like, you know, PMS. I didn't have any of the major health problems with it. Right. And so over the years, I went on lower and lower doses. I will not tell you being off of it. Like I recognize my personality was oh so different. I didn't, I was like numb kind of, I don't like that about it. Right. So anyway, I didn't know I'm 15. I'm going, I'm developing whatever. Like I'm kind of like, you know, I was not, I was, I was a loving, caring person, but I was like half of what I am today because I really think the hormones did, did a number on me. I was like, you know, just, there was a numbness about me, like emotionally, you know, it dulled my, dulled my experience in life anyway, but it kept me healthy. So I was good, 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 good. And I do this all my life on and off different pills, all these things. Finally, you know, we get married, we're happy, whatever I start to get. Now I don't just have cysts in my ovaries. Now I have fibroids in my breasts and I'm getting mammograms like crazy. This actually started for me in my twenties. It was, it became like in my, um, I was concerned in my twenties, nothing happened. Thank God. Um, but then it was like, just, it was getting worse and worse and worse. So then I'm talking to my doctor and she's like, you know what? Women over 35 at the time I'm over 35 that are on the pill this long have problems and they can have breast cancer and all these cancers and all this stuff. And she's like, you know what? It's just not as helpful and stroke and blood clots. And it's not as helpful for you. It's not that you can't be on it, but it's just, there are risks. I heard that I was 37 at the time. I had just gotten married. I said, goodbye, we're done. And I told my husband, I said, listen, we're, I'm not going on the, I'm not taking this hormone anymore. I do not care. If we get pregnant, we get pregnant. I don't think it's possible. I've had issues my whole life. I know my sister probably going to be bad now. I'll deal with it. I don't want to be on this. I'm done. And we dealt with it. You know, it was fine. It was actually seven years until I, I got randomly pregnant. And I'll tell you, I think there was a spiritual reason to that, but that's just my that's my take on it. But yeah, it was like, I didn't worry about it. Um, I did have a few issues in the beginning, but then it kind of, my body kind of leveled off and I felt human. I felt like a human. There was like nothing diluting who I am, which was crazy that I even, that didn't even recognize, I didn't recognize that that was going on until I wasn't on it. I started having all the emotions and all of them real. And I was like getting back in touch with who I am and all these things. So it was great. And it didn't set me on a path of like, um, emotions that were out of control or like mood swings or anything that it was just normal. I felt like a human being who had a heart. <laughs> it's crazy what hormones can do. So I was happy to be off those. And I said, if I do any birth control, it's not going to be the pill. I'm done. No more hormones for me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's kind of what happened. And, um, and after being off at the pill for seven years, again, not trying, not my, our attitude was, 
And this was my spiritual attitude as well. Like whatever is meant for me will be mine. I'm not working for it. I'm not trying that hard. If it's like, if I'm meant to be a parent, I will be. And I will tell you up until I was pregnant, I didn't think I was. I just thought this is not in the cards for me. People would ask all the time, you know, and it's like, look, you know, we're happy with our life. If I'm meant to be a parent, I will. I am not pushing this. This was not, you know, my agenda. And I knew I didn't want to push for it. That was just the way I approached it. And I have many, I know many people that, that want it more than anything. And I give them so much credit and all the love and support in the world. And I, I just wasn't that way. This was who I was, you know? Um, and it really did take quite honestly, my mother dying Mm. for this. I feel like that was the beginning of this happening. There was a, a process, a few other things that lined up in the universe, but I think that this was the beginning of, of me becoming a mom. Um, and so I will tell you when I found out I was pregnant at 43 and I was very, I was like eight weeks in cause I had no clue. Um, I knew from that moment on, everything was going to be fine. I never worried. I never had a worry in the world. Like, is something going to happen? And my, you know, nope, I'm having a baby. Like it was my mindset and I believed in my heart. Everything was fine. That part I love. It's crazy. The pill. So I went on it at 15, a virgin because of issues, had cysts in the hospital thinking like a major organ is rupture. It's excruciatingly painful. And I've never had my appendix rupture. I just know that the, the, it's the symptoms and the feelings are very, very similar. And I was on the pill for five years. And then I was done. You went like 22 years. That is I went along. I went my whole life. Nuts. I went because my whole life. Mm-hmm. It, it does. It, it covers. Well, it regulates everything. And it's kind of like playing pretend. It just mm-hmm. pretends that everything is normal in your body. Yep. And yeah, it does get rid of some symptoms. But what year were you born? 1975. Okay, I, I was born in re- 70. I'm like, I have to re- think about that. Yeah. I'm in denial. I'm born, you know, in my yeah, head, yeah, I'm in, born in 85. But that's We're so totally true. in denial. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong. I'm grateful no. to be here, whatever it is it is. But yeah, I, I just, I'm just thinking about the, the time period because now there are, like with my girls who have gotten to be teenagers and adults, there are so many more options that Mm -hmm. have, and they're not giving pills like they did to us when we were first on them. It was like, like they don't even make the pill that I was first, like it doesn't exist anymore because Mm -hmm. it's so bad for you. I know. So things have changed. So good for you for at least changing the pill and then being relaxed. And you guys weren't like, concerned enough that you did any other anything else for birth control we just felt like whatever was meant for us will happen and i thought why like if it's meant to happen it's we're allowing it to happen if it's not meant to happen it's not going to happen i'm not you know what i mean so it was kind of like whatever i left it up to god the universe whatever you want to call it um whatever you believe i left it up and i said if it's meant for me it will be and if it's not meant for me it won't be and i'm cool with it either way i'm grateful to be you know healthy in here on this earth. And I just have a different, had a different attitude about it that let me really truly feel good about whatever was presented to me in life. I was, and I think that's hard for women. Very like (laughs) we're supposed to, we need to, I mean, so I love that. So you find out you're pregnant. I think it's hilarious that you took a pregnancy test and you're like, do I need to come in? No, this is what I did. Are you ready for the story? It's really funny. Yes. Yes. Um, There's a lot prior to that, but I, you know, I had what I thought was my period and it kind of came and went. 
and I felt like I had a cold. Like I had all these little things. Okay. And oh, whatever. I have a friend, best friend who had a child later in life and really went through the ringer for it. Right. She really wanted this child and thank God she had her and it's great. So it's years later and I'm like having all these symptoms, you know, I'm nauseous and all this stuff. So I called, well, fat, rewind four years. I had an issue. I thought I had like ovarian cancer. I was I was like, I had a really bad situation. My stomach was bloated. I had a lot of the same symptoms. And then I had like what I thought was a really bad period. Right. And I go to the doctor a couple of weeks later and they're like, wait a second, you have no cysts, like not a one. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. How could I not have a set? I had them my whole life. Turns out I find out I, that was a miscarriage. Didn't know. So at the mm. time I'm like, that's, you know what my reaction was? I wasn't, my, my husband was kind of like, whoa, like he like, affected him emotionally. I was like, happy I could get pregnant. Like that was my reaction. It was like, I didn't know I had a baby. And yes, it's sad. While it's sad, it wasn't working. It wasn't going to work out. It wasn't feasible. It was like really early on. I was like, wow, I can get pregnant. That's kind of cool. Like I positive energy. That was my reaction to it. And I, you know, right or wrong, I felt like hope was there that maybe it could be. And I let that go and I moved on with my life. Anyway, so fast forward, this is four, this is um, two years later that this happens. And I'm telling my best friend all the symptoms, you know, I don't feel good. Da, 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 da. And she goes, she starts laughing. She's like, did you take a pregnancy test? And I'm like, no, why would I do that? She's like, take a pregnancy. No, she's very intuitive also. Take a pregnancy test. I'm like, you're crazy. No way. Are you kidding me? Chris, take a pregnancy test. So I'm online. I'm like, you, I'm laughing. I'm giddy. I'm like, no. So then I have a ShopRite order work that delivers to home. ShopRite order. Yeah. I'm going to put a pregnancy test in there. So I put it in the shop right order. So I'm telling her, and she, she goes, did you take one yet? I said, no, I ordered a shop right. They're delivering it at noon. She's like, are you crazy? Are you? Literally laughing. So my husband comes home. He's, I said, I just want to let you know, don't freak out. I don't want you to freak out. I ordered a pregnancy test. He's like, why would I freak out? Like, he's not worried. Like nothing's happening. You know, why would I freak right. out? I said, I'm just, I ordered a pregnancy test. I just, I said, I, and I was telling him I'm either going through menopause. My best friend and I were calling it, calling the baby Perry. Cause I said, it's either perimenopause. <laughs> or it's a baby. Like, we don't know, right? Like, we don't, we don't know what it is. But I was convinced. I actually was convinced I was going through menopause. And weeks mm -hmm. prior to that, I was so tired. My husband goes, something's wrong with you. It's not right. You're so tired. I said, I don't know. Something's wrong with my body. Anyway, so I thought it's menopause. It turns out I take the pregnancy test. Boom. Two, literally, it's like a second later. I didn't have to wait two minutes. Two lines pop up. They're like bright. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm pregnant. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's when I call the doctor and I tell them everything. And I'm like, do I have to come in and take another one? She's like, why do you think you have to take another one? Like you're pregnant. And I'm like, really? <laughs> the whole time I'm like, <laughs> I'm talking to you. I'm, I have this energy, this giddy, happy, like what? <laughs> Laughing. My husband's like shell-shocked, you know, like, whoa. And I'm like, it's, I'm like, just, and I keep telling him, don't freak out. We'll figure it out. You know, he, he eventually was fine. But you know, it's like for me, because it's in my body and happening to me, I was like, I feeling the good energy and he's just like, Whoa, what? <laughs> so yeah, it was yeah. funny. It was funny. And you just like, I try to make the best of things that I can make the best of. And that was kind of my attitude. Like I, I don't know. And then of course, you know, my mom having passed away uh, several years prior, I just, my spirituality like kind of threw, shot through the roof. So I was in a better place with all of these things than I probably would have been, you know, had it happened sooner. First pregnancy, 43. Now, you mentioned something before that your mom had passed away. She passed away in 2015, and you mm -hmm. found out you were pregnant in 2018. Your daughter mm -hmm. was born in 19. Right. 
Uh, okay. Um, because you alluded to that. I don't know if you want to talk about that in yeah. relation to this. Okay. Yes. There is a strong connection in my opinion. So she always wanted me to have kids. She knew I was like, I was like, probably never going to happen, you know? And up until even when she was past like dying in the hospital, she would tell people, Oh, I have grand cause we had dogs. We always had dogs that were our babies. She's like, I have grand dogs. I don't have any grandkids. And like, it bothered her anyway. She's passing away, like literally, um, and I am having a conversation with her and I'm telling her, and again, when things are bad, I rise to the occasion. Like that's when I'm my best. I can be like, you know, it's the psych counselor in me, the psychology in me. Like, um, I rise to the occasion and I'm with her telling her how much I love her and our relationship. And I keep saying, you know, we'll always be connected because there's love is an infinite. But I said specifically, I will say I regret not having children. I will miss mm. not having a daughter. I always loved our mother-daughter relationship, and now I won't have that, and I'm going to miss that. And I know we'll have it spiritually, but I just want to let you know that you were right. There is a strong connection. I'm not going to have, and I'm sad that I didn't make those choices or whatever in life. And this is while she's literally passing away, right? This is like an emotional time, but I want to be, I want to tell her everything I feel and that I love her, you know, all these things. And that, okay, so we have that. Okay, she passed away. I'm in a dark, dark place for years. Three years is like the worst of my life, 2015 to 2018. I finally, I had talked to some people who were spiritual, but I decided, um, and I had gone to mediums, um, and I went to one in March of 2018, who was very interesting. She did all different kinds of things. I mean, I'm open. I'm like, you know, we'll just let's take it for what it is, you know, whatever it is. This. She starts asking me if I have any children, and I said no. And she said, are you sure? I keep getting a card, mother, daughter. And I'm thinking, oh, maybe it's my mother. You know, she had already talked to me about her passing away. And she says, no, no, this is very strange. It keeps coming up. It's like your children. And then she's like, and I'm thinking, oh, maybe because I had a miscarriage. Like that point, I, rem I knew I did. And she said, I see your mother holding a baby, like a spirit baby, you know, in heaven. And she's holding the baby and she's making that. And I said, oh, okay. Um, all right. And I think it's the baby who I lost, you know, yeah. at, at the time. And she says to me, she doesn't say anything more than this, but she says, I just want you to know there's nothing you did wrong. It wasn't the right time for that child, for you to have that child. The child came down and it was a very bad time in our lives. My husband was sick. It was just very stressful. It was not a happy time. Baby came down and decided to go back up. It wasn't time. She's with the baby's with your mother, the spirit baby. Okay. That she explains it. I said, okay, you know, fine. That wasn't meant to be. That's exact. That's what I believe. Right. So, and then she said, however, I'm going to tell you, you will have a spiritual awakening later this year. And that was the end of it. I moved on with my life. This is in March. I think because I'm going to coaching school that this is, and it did. The coaching school opened me up. It was a whole different me. I, I, I went to coaching school to, to get out of my grief and to deal with some issues and to be a help to people and not be stuck in the dark place I was in. So come around to December, I find out I'm pregnant. We go to the doctor and the doctor's like, oh, what was the first day of your last cycle? So they can calculate the due date. Right. My mother's birthday. <laughs> the first day of my life, my mother's birthday. So I'm going, I didn't think at the time, you know, it happened. I'm like, oh, you know, I, I write everything down just because they always want to ask you that. My yeah. mother's birthday. So here we are. And I'm like, she sent her to me. You know, this was, and I do believe that in so many ways. Anyway, so that was kind of the connection where I feel like, and then that whole year before I knew I was having to be, I was like, I have too many things on my plate. I need to drop some things. I got to drop this. I gotta, and I kept saying it just like intuitively I knew. And I started dropping like I was on the board of a writing organization. I did a bunch of different things and I'm like, nope, nope, got to go. I got to like free up my time. I graduate 
from school with for my coaching and like two weeks later no a month later i find out i'm pregnant i'm like here's why i was dropping everything and literally my whole attitude about life changed it's like i was just like not this type a personality i became like a type i don't know z i was like chill <laughs> like right i was like all's good like no stress like i didn't want i was everything was about this life i was growing like it was like amazing the transformation that is amazing one, you're 43 and it's your first pregnancy. So most women first pregnancy, it's more the fear of the unknown. Like logically, how many women have given birth before you? Like you're probably going to be okay mm -hmm. getting like it, it. There'll be an end result. And most of the time, the end result for you and the baby is positive. So when you look at like just statistics and logic, right? Still, that first pregnancy is the hardest because it is really all the changes that are happening and fear of the unknown and labor and the decisions. And because of your age, I don't think it's a big deal, but you're automatically a higher risk. Mm -hmm. right. Oh yeah. I had, I had all different kinds of doctors and over 40 is a different level of high risk, right? There's 35 yeah. and then there's 40. And I had to see a cardiologist and all stuff. And I will tell you, these people were like, how old are you? Your physical health is like a 30 year old. And they're like, even though you are 43 and they would tell me like, you are the picture perfect pregnancy. Like your placenta, like everything is like, holy cow, perfect. And I swear, I'm like, it has to be a divine intervention. I really felt like that. And by the way, many pregnancies are perfect in forties. I don't mean it that way. But for me with all my issues, I thought this is like, I literally felt nothing. I feel like I felt feel right now when I was pregnant, except I had a giant belly. I had no, nothing, no, no more. I had a little nausea, that fatigue that happens, right? Some low blood pressure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. nothing, like nothing. I was like walking around, like I feel myself. It was just, it was so perfect that it was a divine intervention in my, in my mind. And you're grateful that you had let go of so much else and that you had finished the coaching. Cause that was pretty pivotal. Mm -hmm. We talked about that in our, the first interview and your husband, of course, is happy. It's it, there's always mm -hmm. going to be a transition there, and um, yeah, you decided to take type A and dial it back a lot, which is like you could have absolutely, with that personality and your age and the doctors, could have done the polar opposite. So mm -hmm. how awesome was it that you were just like, ah, this is we're gonna have a baby and this is great and here you go. I felt like it was a blessing. Like I was, oh, so, absolutely. I was literally from the moment I was like, thanking God, like I was like all day long. It, it actually started my gratitude where the way I am now today. Thank them. Thanking, thanking, thanking for everything. My health, the baby. I was, I was always putting the positive energy to the baby. I was like, thank you for being healthy. Thank you. I was like thanking things 24 seven and feeling the love and the joy and the peace because I knew I had, so here's the thing I really believed I had control over my body and I had to try in any way I could. Now I didn't have control over the outcome, but I could try in any way I could to believe in the best and to send that to the baby and to be grateful. And that was the only thing I could control. I couldn't control anything else. And so I just, I said, what's the harm in believing the best? Something isn't the best. And I said to him, we took genetic testing. We did all of these things because of my age and his age. And everything came out fine. But I said, if it isn't, we will figure it out. We will right. figure it all out because I don't want to think about that. Like, I can't think about it unless I have to. And when you do, you deal with it. You know, you would be surprised what love can do. It's amazing Absolutely. what love can do. Love is the most powerful thing we have. 
So that was powerful. You get through a perfect pregnancy. How was the delivery? And then your daughter's two and a half years old now. So let like yeah. catch us up. Catch yeah. Us so up the delivery was scheduled because of my age. It was like you're getting induced at 39 weeks. It's everything is perfect. Why wait till it's not perfect? Um, so I was induced. I was in labor for 10 hours. Um, and then um, I was pushing for three hours. And the doctor, my doctor, listen to this, karma. First doctor, only doctor I've had since I'm 15 years old delivers the baby. There's a team of doctors, right? He happens to be on there. And he said, listen to me, you've been in labor. He knows me forever. He goes, I do. He goes, I I'm seeing nothing's happening. The baby's heart rate is increasing and yours is decreasing. I don't like what I'm seeing and I don't want anything to happen to you because I don't want anything to happen to any of my patients, but I do not want anything to happen to you. I've been with you for at this point, 35 years or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. We're going to have, the, we're going to have a C-section. That's what we're going to do. And he's like, are you okay with that? I said, I will, uh, you're, I'm in your hands. Let's go. He was off work two hours later. He had been with me the whole time. And he's like, I get off at seven. It's five o'clock. We're going in. He delivered my baby, which I was so grateful for. And the C-section went perfectly. The surgery was perfect. I think it was all the other forcing of the inducing and the, it wasn't, it was not working. And no matter what we did, and I didn't want her to be harmed or me. And so we were like, that. and I literally am paranoid. I have anxiety and I am afraid of, I don't like to be numb. Like when I go to the dentist, I don't like the, I don't like to be numb ever anywhere. You know, when you have a C-section, if anyone who's had one, you're numb from the chest down, you feel nothing. You're at the mercy and you're having surgery wide awake. You're awake and they're cutting you open. And it's like a very, uh, I didn't see anything and neither did my husband, but it, it is like your life is in these people's hands, right? Yeah. Complete surrender. Like, here we go. We're having a baby. I trust you. My attitude, I'm, I'm so proud of my attitude through the whole pregnancy and the delivery and everything because the pre-pregnant person is not that way, you know, and I've changed since then, but not to that level. I had to do it. I had to surrender. And I, I remember my best friend telling me, you're not going to worry about being numb. You're having a baby. I said, but I'm paranoid. I'm in the supermarket talking to her going, I don't want to be numb. I don't want to have a C-section. I don't know. And like, this is before she goes, you can't control it. The baby will decide what you happens. I just want to have it naturally. I don't even want an epidural. I went four and a half hours without an epidural because I didn't want drugs. And I just couldn't take it anymore. I couldn't take the pain anymore. And he's like, what are you doing to yourself? Because you have, you could, this could be 24 hours of this. You want to torture yourself? You're exhausted. And I said, just give me the, <laughs> give me the drugs. Um, so it's just, you know what it is? You don't, I kind of approached it. Like, let's see how it goes. And then, and that was it. I, I rode the wave and I surrendered to everything along the way. Which is really hard to do, especially in a situation <laughs> where it's more of an emergency, you yes, know, like mm -hmm. we need to get, we, we should really get you in now because that's not generally what any woman wants to hear mm -hmm. is that and having you, an emergency surgery no <laughs> right and you know it's going to be a lot more work for your body mm -hmm. afterwards and mm -hmm. there are, you know there all of that so she's born and yay everything went fine perfect and my husband's like i never thought you could love anybody so much like we're both like in love and like just crying from the joy. Like it's, it's, it's like nothing I've ever experienced. And I remember my whole life, my mother telling me, you don't know love till you have a kid what that yep. love is. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I love you. I love that. No, no, it's different. The way I love yep. you is like a no love there is. I didn't get it. Now I get it. Right. It's unbelievable. The love, but yeah, everything went great. Um, and you know, everything is going great. Listen, you make 
you, you figure it out along the way and you're not yeah. perfect and you make mistakes, but I have a, you know, a happy, healthy child and whatever the future holds, like she will know she's loved. And that's all really all I care about is her knowing that I love her. And I probably drive her crazy because I must kiss her. I literally, since she's born, kiss her and tell her I love her 24 seven. It's like, whenever I get a chance, I'm like so much more affectionate than I thought I would be. Like, I didn't think I was going to be like that. I just, I think, I swear, I thought it was, the, I think it's the pill. I thought I was like this cold, non-maternal human, right? And that's okay if that's who you are, but I'm not. And I was surprised and grateful for that. I was like, oh, I like, I'm like a loving, <laughs> this is so, so silly, but I never saw myself in that role. So when I was in it and I became this human, I was like, I like myself. This is great. It's so interesting right? because the love, it's like describing how salt tastes to someone who's never had salt. It's not really possible to describe the love you feel when you have a child. No. Like, there's not, there's no way you can even compare it. And so I totally right. get that, except to say you'll understand when it happens and it will all make sense when it happens. For sure. She's two and a half. Are there any other plans or are you stopping it? Because you were 43, so you're mm -hmm. 45 now. Mm -hmm. um, to have any more kids? Are you making sure you don't have more kids? What's happening there? Whatever. So yeah, my doctor would like me to take actions and not have kids because he's like, you know, the older you get, the riskier it is. You know, you could technically have kids till you're 50. And I'm like, I don't really kind of want to have a kid when I'm 50. But no, you know, we, we also are like, again, stupid, but, but open and like, whatever will be, will be, you know, probably not going to happen, but if it happens, it's what was meant to be. And I'm just kind of leaving. I feel like my life has done well for me that way. <laughs> so I'm just gonna, yeah, just gonna go down that road and see. You know, if you guys good. decide differently, you can always do something about of it. Of course. Yes, yeah. Yes. I mean, it's not like you're relinquishing right. any possible control. Tell everybody they I have all the links, but what's the best way to contact you? And tell them who you are as a side note, because I mentioned you're an author because I bought a book of yours, but you have several and you're actually a best-selling author. Thank you. You're very sweet. Um, I'm terrible at promotion. So my name, ChristinaRienzi.com is where everything is. Yes. So I write uh, thrillers. I also have nonfiction, Five Happy Choices. The Simple Way to a Happier Life is my latest book uh, based on scientific research on the study of well-being. I also have a journal that goes along with that. I'm currently pursuing my PsyD, which is my doctorate in psychology. So I'm doing a lot of studying and learning a lot of stuff and uh, hoping to share that maybe in a future book for sure, but also just, you know, with my, um, my people share whatever information I learn. I've, I'm a huge psychology lover and I've, um, always wanted to get my doctorate. So I'm really happy about that. Um, yeah. And I have my certificate certification in professional coaching. Um, and yeah, so I, I do all the things that are for helping people. And so if you reach out and you, um, connect with me on my website, all my information's there and feel, feel free to drop me an email or share um, anything that's going on with you. I'm always happy to hear from people. I'm so proud of you. I didn't know you were getting your Thank doctorate. You. So I, yes, I just started it. It's Yay. a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of work. It's going to take a long time, but that's okay. You know what? Nothing worth it is easy. So I'm going to hang in there and I'm just going to keep learning and learning and see how it goes. But yeah, I'm excited. I'm thrilled. This is a lifelong dream of mine. And uh, even if it takes me, you know, five, seven years to finish it, it is what it is. Like it'll, you know, I'm happy to be doing it. Thank you so much for being on and sharing your story. I love it. I'm so Thank excited you. that we chatted. Me too. Thank you for everything. Love being here. Love your, love your story. Love following you. Love everything, your energy. It's just, I love it.